Welcome to Miami Valley Church. My name is Pastor Jed, and I am so thankful that you have invited us into the church that's meeting in your home today. I hope that you had a great time with family and friends celebrating these holidays as we are now entering the new year. I want to start off our time like this today, the church that's meeting in your home. I want us to read Exodus 1 before we get into the message today. That's right. Someone in your church that's meeting in your home, would you read Exodus 1 out loud for everyone? But before we do that, would you have someone in the church that's meeting in your house pray for everyone? Uh, just asking God, God, open our eyes to the things that you want us to see. God, open uh, our hearts to the things that you want uh, to show us about yourself. And so one person pray. And then one person read Exodus 1 out loud for the entire uh, church that's meeting in your home. Let's start that right now.
733 days into this decade. And I want to ask you how you're doing. Last week, we looked at how God had been preparing us over these last few years. And even before that, how he spoke to us and how he has been faithful in leading us through this. If you missed last week's message, you can go to our YouTube page, check out Miami Valley Church, and you can catch up on last week's message or any messages that you have missed in the past. If you're on the go and you just want to listen to it, would you go to our podcast, Miami Valley Church? You can catch up there. You can hear the message. But not only will you find the message there, you will find uh, something we call the morning minute. And it's basically that. Uh, one minute each morning to encourage you in God's word. You also find there uh, the City Saints podcast. Hunter Wilshire uh, dives deeper each week into relationships all over this valley to see how God is working. And we ended our time last week looking back over these last two years at how God is leading us, how he is moving. And we asked the question, how have you seen God move in your fill in the blank, in your heart, in your home, in your neighborhood, in your community, in, in, in this valley and beyond? How have you seen God at work? Have you ever thought about that for a moment? God is at work. John 5, 17, Jesus is talking to some Jewish leaders and he says, my father is always working and so am I. This is the same God who created the heavens and the earth, who, who told mountains to go this far, who, who breathed breath into, into, into man. He is still at work and we, you and me, are included in that work. He is working through us. Check out Philippians 2.13. Paul says, for God is working in you giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Not uh, for what pleases us, but for what pleases him. Don't miss that. And he is working on us. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. He wants us to, to, to look more like him. And he has been in and continuing to work on us as a community of faith, as a body, as a church family. He is working on us. Remember last week I spoke about how he is wanting to refocus us around his word. Jeremiah 7.22 says, When I delivered your ancestors out of Egypt, I never said anything to them about wanting burnt offerings and sacrifices as such. But I did say this, commanded this, Obey me, do what I say, and I will be your God, and you will be my people. Live the way I tell you, do what I command, so that your lives will go well. Family, it's not easy to obey, it's not easy to do, it's not easy to surrender or follow a voice that you don't know or that you don't make time for to listen to. We must know his voice. Let me say that again. We must know his voice. One more time. We must know his voice. And I hope that you uh, hear the seriousness in that. We must know his voice. We rolled out the challenge uh, last week um, to, to intake God's word. Remember, 112 days uh, from, from last week until Easter, 112 days to intake God's word in its entirety uh, between that. And so right now, we still have 100 days left. How are you doing? Uh, does it seem too daunting? Uh, do you know? Do you not know where to start? Let me, let me share the easiest way, and that's to download uh, the, the Bible app on any mobile device. Would you download that? And from that app, you can have it read to you. You can have it read to you at different speeds. If it's too slow, speed it up. Uh, we just started this in my home uh, this past week, and we started listening to it every single morning. Um, 
Friends, it only takes about 20 minutes to intake that each day. And by the by the end of that, we'll actually have got through the entire Bible in 90 days. So we're going to be ahead of schedule. That's it. It's that simple. 20 minutes a day, just listening to the Bible and taking God's word. You're not going to catch every single detail, but listen to this. You are going to see the whole picture, the beauty of what he has given us, his word, his scripture, the Bible. It is amazing to think about uh, in taking God's word and that amount of time. And friends, if we could truly grasp the story, if we could truly see what it's all about, friends, this is what he is calling us to do, to, to get into his word. We're also encouraging you to meditate on God's word, to study it, to look at, to look at each word. Uh, and so we want to give you a journal, a free journal to go through God's word this year. There's 60 pages in the journal. And what that basically is for is for each each week to go through God's word and just meditate on it. Is there a, a passage of scripture that He's showing you? Write it down. Is there a passage that's speaking directly to you in the situation that you're going through? Write it down. Meditate on it. Think about it day and night. And then by the end of this year, you will be able to look back on that journal. You will be able to look back and see how God spoke to you all throughout the year, friends. It's so important that we are in His word and that we know his voice. Maybe you're reading his word daily, but you don't see it as, as time with him. You don't see it as a relationship. You don't see it as his invitation to speak directly to you. Let me ask you a question. Do you tremble at his word? Have you, have you lost that reverence for him? All throughout scripture, he tells us to fear God, to fear the Lord. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And do we tremble at how serious his word is? We must know his voice family. We have seen the season as a wilderness period. And I remind you that a wilderness is never a place that you travel to, but that you travel through. It's never a place, a destination that you want to get to. Uh, wilderness seasons are hard. And please, let me just hit pause right here and say something. As your pastors, we take the role of shepherding your spiritual walk seriously. And part of our task is to lead the people God has entrusted us with to where he has taken us. Do I want to take us to a wilderness? Absolutely not. But as God is leading us, as God is leading us through the wilderness, we take it very serious to, to lead the people God has entrusted us with to where God is taking us. And part of that journey is going through the wilderness. Friends, over and over again, all throughout Scripture, God calls His people to trust Him. Even when things get, get taken away, when He removes stuff from us, when He takes us through places that we don't want to go, He calls us to trust Him no matter what it looks like or no matter where He takes us. Will we trust Him? As we start this new year, we are going to be looking at God's people traveling through the wilderness. It's where it's where our reading plan is going to take us this year in the wilderness. And there's in the wilderness, there's grumbling, there's complaining. Oh, I wish that we could go back. I wish we could just we could just die in Egypt. At least we uh, had food there. Can't we just go back? And in the wilderness, there's all sorts of complaining. In the wilderness, we're not comfortable because it doesn't have all the things that we had back then. When you're traveling through the wilderness, most times you'll pack light because you don't want to carry something that you don't need to carry. It's an unnecessary weight. The wilderness is barren, meaning little to no life is there. There's hardly any food, hardly any water, and without water, it doesn't allow for much growth. Therefore, no covering for protection. You are out in the open with nothing to sustain you. 
But family, this is exactly why God takes his people through it, to make them rely on him, to stop relying on anything and everything else, and to focus on him, the provider and sustainer of everything. He wants us to obey him, for us to listen to him, for us to, for him to be our God and for us to be his people and that we walk in the way that he leads us. Remember what he says, obey me, do what I say, and I will be your God. You will be my people. Live the way that I tell you. Do what I command so that your lives will go well. Friends, his plan is perfect. His timing is perfect. He is in charge of it all. He is sovereign. Will we trust him? Do you see the beauty in surrendering to his sovereignty and his perfect plan? Over these last two years, he has shown us things and prompted us to follow him down a path that no one knew was there. He has shown us the power of partnership and unity among his people, that in order for unity to happen, there must be some changes in our heart that take place. We've had the opportunity to serve a meal and pray over homeless right here in this valley, over addicts, over, over broken families and individuals right here in our valley. Instead of being focused on ourselves, he has given us the opportunity to serve others states away by helping them, whether it be a painting project or, or just sending relief in a time of need. We were given the opportunity when this pandemic first hit uh, to, to help thousands of others in other countries all over the world when people were unable to get to stores, when people were unable to get to food. Uh, he has blessed us with technology and the ability to reach people all over the globe with an encouraging word each and every day. Let me just hit pause right there and remind you how important it is to hear his voice, to know his voice, and to be in his word. Just by sharing one minute of his word each day, we have been able to reach people all over this country, over Germany, Canada, India, Brazil, Ireland, Indonesia, Vietnam, Singapore, Finland, Puerto Rico, Philippines, Australia, and Mexico. Glory to God, for God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Not for what pleases us, but for what pleases him. Through this, he is bringing glory to his name. We have been given multiple opportunities right here in this valley to share and to show that unity, being a blessing to other pastors and ministries. And family, we don't advertise this uh, as things uh, for us. And we I'm not telling you about this to, to boast our name or to, to share how good we are, but how good God is. God is using this body to bring himself glory and he shows us these. Uh, we do our best to be faithful and he gives us opportunities to trust him and to step out in faith and to truly model what he has been showing us and he uh, gives us the test, are you going to follow me? The things that I've been showing you, are you going to live them out? And so each and every opportunity, friends, we want to be faithful and serious about following him. He has shown us a refugee community right here in our valley, right here among us, neighbors, right here among us, living houses away or, or one uh, block away or, or one city away in our same community right here among us. Just a couple weeks ago, we had the opportunity to serve the refugee community a meal and family. It was absolutely beautiful. 
It was such a beautiful evening. And I want to say a quick thank you for everyone who has been praying with us now for, for two years. God, how would you have us love and share Jesus right here where you place us? And for all of you who've been going through until unity over these last four months, thank you. I believe that it all started with prayer and that God heard us and that he answered us. He is working. He is working in us and through us. For everyone who gave financially, providing food, giving your time, thank you. Thank you for everyone who showed up to the Love All Meal. Thank you for each and every one of you who served. Thank you. There were moments all throughout the evening uh, when I would just stop what I was doing and just look around the room at what God was doing, how he was working. Friends, it was absolutely beautiful the way that Kendra, you greeted each and every table. You went up to each and every table and asked them uh, if you could get them a drink and serve them faithfully. Thank you. The way Mark and Hunter poured into a family for the entire evening. They literally poured into one family the entire evening. Thank you. Thank you for being intentional. How Suzanne and Alyssa were filled with joy sharing a meal and a conversation with a couple of the families. Thank you. How Alicia and Kathy danced in celebration of what God was doing. It was so infectious. It was, it was uh, just brought joy to us. Thank you. How Francie, Ken, Sandy, Jane, Jeannie, and Tom made sure all the food and drinks were prepared all evening long. Thank you. How Marwin and Jennifer, upon entering, I watched them as they entered the place. They separated and they went to different tables and they just got into conversations with different families and they listened. Thank you. How Bailey, Carmen, Ryan, Courtney all made every child there feel welcome and feel special. Thank you. The way Tammy showed up before anyone to help out. Thank you. How Dick reconnected with the family and listened to their story. Thank you. I want to just say this. There were no official titles given that evening. I didn't say, hey, you're in charge of this and you're in charge of this. People just stepped up and started serving. And I want to say thank you. I observed as I watched Carol stand outside for over 45 minutes in the cold, greeting people, making them feel welcome. Thank you. Thank you for the way that you poured out your love and showed people Jesus that evening. Thank you so very much. Thank you. This makes my heart so happy uh, to just see how God is at work in us and through us. These people were so appreciative and so blown away by how our family served them that night. I was with Pastor Laurent just this week, and he was telling me stories uh, about uh, ways that people were, were sharing um, great things happened that night with him. How one family was so humbled by the way that we served them. They said most of the time they are just seen as refugees, but that night they truly felt like they were finally seen and heard just like everyone else. Another man who was there, he was in his late 80s, he shared um, that this was the first meal he had ever had with a white person, that, that he was able to sit at the same table as a white person and, and share a meal with a white person, have a conversation with a white person, never in his life. This was the very first time, and the words that, that he used with Pastor Laurent was this. He said, I wish I was younger to be able to do this more in my life. Wow. I was told by so many of you how special that night was. A couple of you even used the words, this is it. This is what God has been showing us. Kids running around laughing, families interacting uh, with one another, and uh, everyone's sharing a meal together. This is it. This is a glimpse of the kingdom. And I want you to see that only God 
could have orchestrated this. Psalm 77, 19, uh, remember the verse that he's been showing us. He says, your road led through the path, your, your road led through the sea, your pathway through the mighty waters, a pathway no one knew was there, only God could have orchestrated this family. We can't let this stop here. We have to continue being obedient to do the things that he is showing us. This wasn't a one-time event. We have to get out of that mindset. This was an example of what can happen in homes all throughout this valley. God has given us resources. God has, has put these connections together. And now let's be faithful. Let's be obedient to do the things that he has been showing us. Pastor, share with you the blueprint for house churches going forward. Are you still on the fence about opening up your home? Are you still unsure about getting around others and going deeper in relationship with them? Write this down, blessed. B-L-E-S-S-E-D. B, begin in prayer. Not sure who uh, to get around, not sure who to invite into your home. Begin in prayer. Lord, who is it? Would you reveal them to me? Would you show them to me? And just watch who he puts in front of you. Watch who he puts around you. Lord, who is it that you want me to go deeper in relationship with? L, listen to that person. Invite that person, listen to that person, get in conversation with them, and they will tell you how you can serve them. They will tell you everything that they're going through, and uh, you will see exactly how you can love on them, exactly how you can serve them. E, eat with them. Make it simple. It doesn't have to be fancy. Just have them over, get around the table with them, and just share a meal with them. S, serve them serve them. I'm sure that they have told you by now something that they are walking through, some way that they need encouragement. Just serve them. Second S, share Jesus with them. And, and this is where we stop. This is where we get stuck. Oh, I don't know how to share Jesus. Uh, what, if they, uh, what if they don't like what I have to say? Friends, it's this easy. Just share your story about how Jesus came into your life and what he has done. Just share that with them. And I promise you, he'll show up. Share Jesus with them. E, eat again. Relationships don't happen at a one-time event. Eat again. Get it on the calendar. Do it again with them. And then D, duplicate it. Over and over and over. Over time, uh, share with them how you prayed specifically for that person. And then invite them to begin praying for someone. And then watch how this thing grows, friends. This is how we are going to reach this valley. We are blessed. This is it. Family. There are so many good things that I'm hearing, so many uh, ways that people are going deeper in relationship uh, with God and, and with people and, and just loving on them and how many opportunities the Lord is putting before us to truly model uh, what he is showing us. But even in all the good, we cannot lose our focus on him. We have to keep our, our gaze on him, our sight on him, the very one who is leading him. Do not miss the one who is in charge. Do not miss how he has us and do not miss how he is leading us. It is beautiful to be a part of. God's invitation to join him challenges us. It's going to challenge us to step out in faith. It's going to challenge us to abandon uh, what is comfortable. It's going to challenge us to abandon the normal. But friends, we uh, he is calling us to obey him. He is calling us to trust him and to trust him with everything. 1 Samuel 15, 22, it says, What is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice. 
And submission is better than offering the fat of rams. God wants us to obey him. God wants us to listen and to follow him. Family, we must know his voice. Do you see how important it is to know his voice? When he calls us, when he says go, when he says move, when he puts someone in front of us, do you see how important it is to hear the voice and distinguish it among all the other things that we are hearing? Friends, we have to know his voice. We must know his voice. And that's why it's so important to get in to his word and spend intentional time with him. I want to remind you that to trust the Lord and do good offering is open. And maybe that's one of the ways he is calling you to trust him. Maybe you've never trusted him with your finances. Can I remind you they're his finances? He is the one who is in charge of everything. He owns everything. They're not our finances. They're his. And he has blessed us. He's blessed you with the ability to go to that job. He's blessed you uh, each and every day to wake up, to be able to get there on time. He's blessed you uh, physically to be able to do that job. He's blessed you uh, each and every day with uh, the finances that he gives you over and over and over and over again. And he's not asking for all of it. He's just asking for a portion to give back to him and worship, to acknowledge, Lord, you are owner of everything. God, here is a portion. I want to worship you. Here is is a portion back to you. Maybe you've never trusted him with your finances. Maybe this is a step to to trust him right now as he is calling us to step out in faith. Maybe Maybe this is that thing that you've been holding on to, that you've been so close-fisted about, oh, this is my money. I'm, I, I've worked so hard for it. I, I can't give it away. Look at what God says. Get into his word. Ask him, Lord, what are you asking me to give? Would you do that today? Maybe, maybe that is a step that he is asking you to take. Friends, I, I hope that as he continues to lead us, as he continues to ask us to obey him, to trust him and to follow him, I pray that we would be faithful starting right here in our hearts. What is it that needs to change in my heart going into our homes? What what needs to change in my home? How do I need, uh, how do I need to, uh, to lead my family? What are the things that need to change in our home? How can we reach those in our neighborhood and and, in our community, in this valley and to the ends of the earth? How are we going to step out and trust him? What is it today that you need to trust him with? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you so very much just for your word, your truth that reminds us uh, that you are in charge. God, that you are the one who has led us You are the one who is leading us. And you take us through places uh, that we might not always want to go. But God, it's to remove things that we've been holding on to, clinging on to, or carrying for too long that don't look like you. You want us to look more like you. And so, Father, I just pray that we would let go of some of the things that we've been walking around with that we wouldn't be so close-fisted to think things uh, are ours, but God, that you have given them to us. Whatever that may be right now for the individual listening, God, I pray that they would just step out in faith and trust you, knowing that you are good and that you can be trusted. Father, I pray that we would obey you, uh, even when it looks crazy, even when we don't see uh, 
where we're going or what the final destination is, we would be reminded of the one who is leading us, the one who says, obey me, the one who says, I will be your God and you will be my people. May we take your word seriously. May we tremble at your word and have reverence for you. May we fear you. May we have a deeper fear of you. God, you are holy. You are set apart. You are sovereign. There is none like you. We are humbled in your presence that you would even invite us to join you in the work that you are doing. God, thank you for working in us and through us. God, we love you so very much. And as is this family, the, the family that you have established, God, I pray that we would be faithful and obedient each day, never being satisfied, never, never settling, but always asking the question, God, how would you have us? How would you have me? Let's start individually. God, how would you have me love and share Jesus? And corporately, God, how would you have us love and share Jesus right here where you place us? God, as you give us opportunities, as you put people around us, as you make those connections that only you could orchestrate, may we be faithful to trust you and do good each day of our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.